Welcome to MS Minute with DCND, your podcast for understanding multiple sclerosis. Every month, our MS experts tackle a different topic to help you manage your disease and live a better life. DCND is a private neurology practice based out of Dayton, Ohio. It's certified by the National MS Society as a comprehensive MS care center. Please note this podcast and its content is designed for educational and informational purposes only. Welcome to MS Minute with DCND. This is Natalie Puger. I'm your host. Today, uh, we have another important story. Uh, Another patient who is sharing their MS journey with us. Uh, Welcome, Katie. Hello. You were diagnosed in 2018. Um, So we wanted to pick your brain a little bit about um, how it all started. When did you know something was wrong or off? Uh, May of that year, I started having some different issues. I was having problems with the heat, I was very exhausted, and one night my legs were just, I just felt like it was gonna collapse. They felt like they were jelly, kind of like spastic, and each walk I tried to take, I felt my feet were gonna go through the floor. Almost like I was walking in flippers. And I started having numbness in my arms, it was my whole body, and it just kind of came out of nowhere. When did you um, seek help? Did you know what you were expecting? Did you think, what did you think it was at first? I didn't know. I honestly, I knew it wasn't a stroke. My face felt partially numb as well. I knew it wasn't that, but um, two days later, I spoke to a coworker and uh, that works in the medical field, and she asked me some questions and wanted to do an exam on me. And then from there, she decided to order some tests to see what could possibly be going on. Okay, so at this point, you were thinking maybe just uh, an illness. Did you think it MS at all? I mean, had you had experience with MS before? I've had some issues in the past, but nothing like that, especially that came on so sudden. It was my whole body. It felt like it was shutting down at one time. Wow. Everything was numb. Everything was very spastic. I uh, was having trouble standing at that point. It just literally pretty much hit me. Um, those symptoms lasted for probably about two weeks or so. They improved, but that first night, I just, I felt like every time I'd walk, I would fall through the floor. I was holding onto the walls like I couldn't keep myself standing up straight. How scary. It's very scary. I mean, to and then to not know what was causing that, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Gosh. Okay, so they ordered tests. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know of multiple sclerosis before you had this? I did. Um, I've read about things in the past, have worked with some people that have it uh, as patients, but I wasn't very familiar with it myself. There were some issues I'd had in the past where years ago that question was raised, but then it was um, kind of dropped. And I uh, just kind of went from there. So they ordered the test. Um, what did the results say? Uh, the first thing they did was some blood work, and which essentially came back normal. I had an MRI done, and I found out I had lesions on my brain. I was told at that point that they were new. I wasn't aware that I had old ones. Uh, from there, they did some more blood work and scheduled me for a lumbar puncture. And most of the results with that were consistent with being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. So what was the most scary part of that whole experience? I mean, when someone says lesions on your brain, that sounds scary. It is. You just feel like there's, you kind of feel like there's chunks of your brain missing. It's essentially scarring and it's just, you feel like you've got this big scary brain disease and that's how it feels. It's very overwhelming and very isolating when you don't know anybody else that really has it. You just feel like you're kind of on your own, that nobody can really understand it. Yeah. And it's, it's hard. I could see that. So what did you do to prepare yourself for that information? 
Um, when I found out, the first thing I did is I went home and Googled, which <laughs> not always the best thing to do. Right. But trying to gather as much as information as I could, um, not being too familiar with the disease, having some knowledge from work, um, just kind of starting with the basics, trying to learn about it, how it affects your body, what things may come, what things may not, advances that have been made. Because everybody's different. You just have to kind of wait and see what your path is going to be. So, you know, MS has, has uh, changed a lot over the years of, mm-hmm. of how severe it can get. Um, a lot of new medications out, things like that. So when you first were diagnosed in 2018, um, did you read about, you know, how it used to impact? Did you think that you were going to head down that road? What did you know about treatments at that point? Treatments I knew a little bit about um, just from personal experience, like I said, with work, uh, with some patients. But... I never really looked into much because there's so many of them. They're so broad, and you do read about the side effects that seem terrifying at times. And just trying to find an option that I thought would work best for my situation. If I wanted to take something orally, if I would want to get something where I injected myself, I was comfortable with that, um, or some of the infusions. And we went the route of an infusion. Okay. How did you decide on that route? Um, honestly, with like the time aspect of it, at the time, it was every four weeks, hour or two, every four weeks, in, out, done. I'm not worried about taking pills during the day, especially if I'm taking other supplements like my vitamin D, since I'm very deficient in vitamin D, um, or just having to honestly inject myself all the time. Um, you get the scar tissue from that, the burning, some people have reactions. I just didn't want to have to do that. So with the infusion, I could just kind of get hooked up and do an hour or two and then go on till the next month. Okay. It just fit into my lifestyle easier with work in my life. Got it. Got it. How important was that conversation with your provider, um, you know, in, in deciding that? I mean, is that really helpful to make sure that you have a lot of uh, questions, you know, when you go in to talk to your doctor about medication? I think if you have the opportunity to come up with questions before you do go in, um, our providers here are extremely knowledgeable, very caring. They're always there for anything that you would need always explaining anything that you have a question to. Um, but with me, since he already knew I'd just been diagnosed, he had a couple different options out. He's like, you could try this for whichever reason, this or that. And again, the infusion was mentioned. And he just made me feel also with making that decision, it was the right one. It seemed to work out just best for my lifestyle. Okay. And then he encouraged me to do so. So um, since 2018, you've been doing infusions. Mm-hmm. How have they worked? Uh, your symptoms don't really improve. It's just basically trying to slow the progression of the disease and then the possibility of if there's any disability down the line. Mm-hmm. Got it. So you haven't had any new setbacks yet? Uh, I had a few here and there, but I haven't had any new lesions. Good. Which shows that the uh, medication's doing what it's supposed to do. I haven't had any side effects from it. I haven't had really any issues with it all, so I'm very pleased with it. It, it almost is like... Not really even a thought. I go in once a month, every every six weeks. I do that and just kind of go on my way. I got little hiccups here and there with a couple things, some vision issues, balance issues, but that's just kind of sometimes part of it. Um, Explain what that's like, and, and did they kind of take you by surprise when you had that, or did you expect them? I knew vision issues could be a big part of it for some people. Some people don't have any problems. I've had a lot of blurriness in my left eye since last year. Uh, especially with it getting darker earlier the last couple months. Um, I don't see as well at night when I'm driving. But just in general, looking at the computer or looking at the TV, I've very, um, to me, noticeable how blurry things are. And I've been to my optometrist and 
uh, had my eyes checked over. I had an exam with my neurologist yesterday, and I'll go back to see them in a couple of months to see how I'm doing and hoping the damage isn't permanent. Okay, so that's something that they'll keep an eye on and look mm-hmm. at. Okay. Yeah. How about uh, any other um, side effects? Um, any other you know symptoms that you've had from um, you know from MS? A lot of people especially myself, issues with fatigue. Yeah. You just are very, very drained. Some days are better than other days. Some days you don't even notice it. But fatigue, it's just crippling sometimes. You get plenty of sleep if you can. I always have sleep issues, which is also common. Um, But you just don't have any steam left in you. You feel like you just want to curl up sometimes, take a half-hour nap to get through the rest of your day. Wow. Um, I take a medication that helps with that, which has helped a tremendous amount. Um, but that's one one big issue a lot of people with MS struggle with. I was just going to ask, mm-hmm. anything else that you found that helps you through that? Um, medication, and then I try to get out as much as I can to get, honestly, uh, fresh air, when it's, especially when it's cold. I feel like it kind of wakes me up and kind of energizes me a little bit. And I'm vitamin D deficient, so I try to spend more time in the sun or getting natural sun besides taking a supplement. And that seems to help, too. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Any other um, symptoms, side effects that you've experienced um, throughout your journey? A lot of balance issues. Um, sometimes when I get really tired or just kind of stressed, it affects my balance more than anything else. Um, a lot of times if I'm walking down the hall, sometimes I'll put my hand out to kind of steady myself. I've had people notice that or ask me why I'm walking funny. Um, people will, will make comments here and there, but sometimes you just kind of Weave off to one side and you can't help it. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to start therapy soon to see if I can address some of those issues to kind of help with my balance and um, with my gait, just because it's becoming a little bit concerning to me. Got it. And you did go to therapy once at least? Um, I did a evaluation um, for occupational therapy okay. and some other issues that come up during the year that I had to put that on the back burner for a little bit. Um, so that would be readdressed. Explain what occupational therapy is. That's more um, therapy where you're going to be kind of what your regular life would be. And not just um, working, but cooking, cleaning, just daily things that you would do that you might notice that you're having struggling with a little bit. If you're trying to reach something that you can't normally reach, and then you try to get on your, you know, say your tippy toes and try to balance, you could possibly fall over from that. Just something that really helps with your daily activities. Okay. And just for those patients that might be listening who might do an evaluation like that, what does the evaluation include? Um, When I did mine, a lot of it was like, it was almost like games and puzzles. And I found that I I don't have as much strength in my left hand. I am right-handed. Just even taking pegs on a board, taking them out, sticking them in, how it's time to see how quickly you can do it opposed to your dominant side or which side you might have more of a deficit in. And I had no idea how much I did until I actually did that. Okay, so it's helpful just to be aware of that kind of stuff. Yes, and speech therapy as well. Okay, how did that help? Um, I just had the evaluation for it, but I have always mumbled quite a bit. And when I get very tired sometimes, it's almost like slurring. People have noticed that, and I've I've had people say, are you drunk? (laughs) Um, No, I'm just tired. It's true, I'm just tired, and sometimes I just kind of slur, and sometimes it's hard for me to um, get words out clearly. Sometimes I get tongue-tied, so that's something that they try to work with you as well. Okay, gotcha. So therapies might be a, a road of, of something to help with those. Absolutely. Got it, got it. So, you know, throughout your journey, has there anything, has there any been one thing that's kind of stuck out that's been like, hmm, wasn't expecting that? I think, honestly, the amount of support 
Yeah. From family, friends, and coworkers. Um, it's, it was very overwhelming because most people, when they hear about MS, they still think about years ago when there wasn't a lot of things you could do for it. Or some people had, I had somebody ask me, well, how long till you're in a wheelchair? And it's not like that anymore. And I think people need to be aware of there are possibilities out there. There are medications that you can use, therapies you can use to enrich your life. And you don't always end up like that. And there's so much stuff that's become available that's more advanced to have a productive, normal life as much as you can. Um, but our, um, the first MS walk I did in, I think it was 2019, my mom had shirts made for the entire family. <laughs> so the whole family got together and participated in the walk. And um, that just meant a lot to have the support of them. If there's something I would ever need, I know I could go to them if I needed. But I just how much people embrace me and people that I even don't know quite as well that I work with that may know that I have it how much they've embraced that as well very nice very very overwhelming yeah Yeah. very cool I'm sure that helps with the journey yeah yeah it's very unexpected so um for those listening maybe who don't have MS who are listening you know as as somebody who's trying to understand it um more who maybe knows somebody what would your suggestion be you know to those people how can they help um their loved one with MS um, get involved as much as they can if that's what they want to help pursue. Like with the walk, um, I participated with my work, but I also participated with my family for myself. Uh, there's a lot of walks throughout the country. Right now it just depends with COVID. They're trying to get things kind of opened up more. And I'd really like to see DC and D do a support group at some point. I know that's something they've talked about. Just getting more groups together, more activities where people in the community that have it feel comfortable getting it, you know, getting together, kind of sharing their stories. Myself, not really knowing somebody like very personally that has MS, uh, it's still times just isolating. You just feel like you're alone, and knowing that you've got your family to support you, and your family sh- showing that support um, can be tremendous. Even if they look into reading up on the disease, so they can understand their son, their daughter their sister more just mean a great deal yeah how has um knowing other people who have ms helped your journey for me a lot um just people that i've met when they say you know i felt this today how tired i am and i can say i understand i truly understand Mm -hmm. and they always say with ms you don't know you 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 don't know it till you have it and it's true. So be able to connect with some people that truly understand. I woke up today, my foot was asleep. I thought I was going to be able to, you know, stand up and walk away from the bed. Things like that, that just you can't see, but you feel or you can't feel. Um, and they understand that and you understand them. It's very comforting to have that because it is so isolating at times. So it's just nice to have someone that really says, I can understand what you're going through. I can understand how you feel. And they truly mean it when you feel alone sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I bet you. That's great. And you found that around uh, in the infusion room. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) It would be like your, you know, once a month therapy session. You joke around with these people and they say, hey, I did this last week. This happened to me. You know, I fell or just something else. And you get to know each other, but you are kind of like your own little support group. You Mm -hmm. look forward to seeing those people. And it's a connection that you have with some people you can't have with everybody. Right, yeah. yeah. You don't know it until you know it. It's true. It really is true. Gotcha. Um, what else um, about your journey um, has surprised you? Anything, um, that advice that you would have for maybe others who are just starting their journey? 
Um, I would say when you get diagnosed, if they're looking at that, try to read as much as you can to just kind of get a general understanding of it. So if you are diagnosed, it's not so necessarily jarring. Some people, it's very, very scary. Some people just kind of like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. Um, what boat were you in? I had an idea that that's what it might be. But honestly, when I was actually told the words, I have MS, I felt relieved. I thought, I've been going through this stuff for about two, two and a half months. I finally know what it is. I felt such, I felt like a load was lifted off my shoulders. Like, oh, this is great. I thought, well, this isn't great. But, but I you had an answer. Know, I had an answer. I have an idea of what's going on and explains what's been happening. And now I knew I could find some type of treatment to start on and see where my road's going to go. Yeah. So it was a little relief. For me, it really yeah. was. It's like I finally get an answer for things that have been going on at this point for a couple of months and tests. And I just felt finally I know something. We've heard that from a lot of different patients. You know, mm-hmm. they they go and they have all these symptoms and they kind of feel like they're going crazy, you know, yeah, until they, they finally get that doctor who understands and listens and says, all right, this is what we think you have. Absolutely. And it's still scary when you hear it, but I felt relieved to know I finally knew what was going on with me. Yeah. Yeah. So um, any other advice that you'd have for um, patients going through this? You know, what, what has worked for you um, besides, you know, doing a lot of research in the first, in the first uh, part of your journey? Uh, anything else? Talking to people that you may know have it or even finding a local support group. Just to start that connection early. It makes it easier to kind of accept it because you eventually have to accept it, kind of go through those steps um, and just see where your road's going to go. You have ups and downs, good days, bad days. Most days I'm completely fine. Um, I get a little hiccups here and there, but you just kind of have to see how things go. Any other suggestions since you work in healthcare um, from um, somebody who works in healthcare to a patient about what they should be bringing to their doctor, you know, and, and, and at those appointments and how valuable some of those appointments can be? Um, just any type of symptoms you may have, just kind of log it. If you're noticing, say, numbness in your hands, is it every day? Is it kind of on and off? Does it fluctuate? Uh, any problems with your vision? Uh, there's also bladder and bowel issues that people struggle with. Anything that just seems unusual for you that has never really happened before, just kind of keep tabs on that so you can share that to say, I've had this, I'm concerned about this. It's kind of coming out of nowhere and not making any sense. So you can kind of present what your um, concerns are and kind of see where you're going to head off. Got it. Yes, it's a journey, isn't it? It is. <laughs> a long one, I'm a sure, sometimes. <laughs> well, thank you, Katie, so much for sharing your story with us. We hope that um, someone else out there can relate and listen and understand even more.